Hello, welcome back to What's True for Everybody. It's been a while, and by a while, I mean like five months or something like that. But I figured this was a good time to come back. Uh, This is a weird day we find ourselves in, isn't it? I mean, these last three or four days alone, just bizarre and scary and causing us to question all sorts of things and uncertain. And uncertainty can lead to something specific that uh, we're going to get into briefly here. So I thought this was a good time to come back on and share just a couple thoughts here today and see if if we can keep this going in a season where we're going to find ourselves at home perhaps a lot more (laughs) than we normally are. So this is experience number 48. And I'm calling this hope number one, an antidote to anxiety. And first of all, hope number one, I think I'm going to talk about hope here for the next little bit because we need some of that right now. And I'm not a medical expert. I'm not an infectious disease expert. There are times like this, I think we all try to offer whatever it is we have to give. And this is what I have to give. This is what I can talk about best. And if I tried to talk to you about viruses and spreading, uh, I would just, it would be obvious that I was just talking out of places I shouldn't be talking about. It wouldn't make any sense. So this is what I can do. And I'm calling it an antidote to anxiety because I don't claim that this is the only antidote to anxiety. This is just one that we're going to briefly talk about here. Now, uh, by the way, I think I, my wife and kids are coloring in the other room. This is day one. We haven't even on, been on spring break for 24 hours, and it's already looking a lot different than we thought it was going to 24 hours ago. Uh, I'll get to that maybe tomorrow or something. But I think I just overheard my son say, coronavirus is the poopiest. <laughs> I think that's just what he said. And many of you, or all of you, uh, will probably agree with that. Now, here's this is an uncertain time, and here's what uncertainty often leads to through really no fault of our own. And it's this anxiety. And I was reading through Proverbs 12 yesterday and I came across this verse. It says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. So first of all, the the writer of the Proverbs here is talking about the heart and the kind of condition that the heart is in. Anxiety weighs it down, weighs down our heart. The word for anxiety here is uh, to be anxious, to be concerned. It can mean fear. And that kind of feeling weighs down the heart, which we've all experienced. Perhaps we're experiencing it now. Now, the Bible says all sorts of things about fear and worry. God says, fear not, for I am with you. Jesus, Sermon on the Mount, do not worry. All that is true. And sometime maybe we should dig into that a little bit more. Uh, But, but, Not today, because I want to tell you it's okay to feel anxious. That's what uncertainty does. And what I've seen a lot of on social media the last few days, there's been both extremes, um, and and some of it just isn't helpful. But one is, uh, if you're anxious, stop. Don't worry at all. If you, like, had enough faith, you wouldn't be anxious about this. Um, that's not helpful. <laughs> that's that, no. There's there's scriptural like backup for for not worrying. Um, so that's not what I'm saying. But telling someone 
who's anxious to not be anxious is like telling someone who's sweating to stop sweating. How, how do you do that? There has to be something behind that. There, there has to be a, a like, um, okay, how? Why? How, how do I do this? Uh, so that's not helpful. Anxiousness, worry, even fear is totally normal in a time like this. Anxiety weighs down the heart. And a lot of us are feeling that. Uh, here's the point I want to make. Oftentimes, if someone is anxious, it's the people around them who can do something about their anxiety, right? Now, the person has to be open to it. And of course, there's steps that the person has to make to, to help with their own worry, fear, anxiety. But oftentimes, it is the people around them who can help their anxiety in the moment the most. So instead of, hey, just stop being anxious, uh, maybe you go and drop off some food on their porch <laughs> or call them and say, hey, what are you thinking about? How can I help you? Can I pray for you? Whatever, whatever it is. Instead of the accusatory, maybe uh, we come at people who their heart is weighed down with open arms. So oftentimes, it's, it's, if someone's anxious, it's, it's you who can do something about somebody else's anxiety and help that. Anxiety weighs down the heart, the, the, the writer says, but a kind word cheers it up. The word for kind here, it's you know, not a trick word. Kind, it means to a good word, a beneficial word. Uh, say something to the welfare of somebody else. It's, it's something that promotes their prosperity. One definition of this word kind that I found is to taste happiness. It's to help somebody else taste happiness. Do you know someone who's anxious? Maybe it's because of the uncertainty we're, we're in right now. Maybe it's for some other reason. What is a way you could allow them to taste happiness? And the writer says a kind word cheers up the heart. The word word here, um, let's not just minimize that to actual speaking. You get to um, the Ten Commandments, and one of them is you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. That that doesn't just mean say like certain things shouldn't come out of your mouth. What that actually meant was, and it included that, but also how you carry God's name around in whatever you're doing. The New Testament says whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Maybe. Now that scripture needs to be more of a part of our lives than ever in word or deed, whatever you do, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. By the way, the next proverb here starts with this line. Uh, so, so first 25 anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. The next line, the righteous choose their friends carefully. <laughs> I wonder if there's a reason why those are next to each other. Uh, if you find yourself around people who are just increasing your anxiety or they're judging your anxiety, um, maybe we need to think about who we're <laughs> surrounding ourselves with. Uh, the righteous choose their friends carefully. That's another, that's another sermon all by itself. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. What is it you can, who, who is there someone around you who you can call? You, you can text, FaceTime. If, if you're not going to walk up to this person at this point in time, What's a word you can say? What's something you can do for them? What's a service you can provide? It was actually the day, I believe, that I read this proverb. I got a text 
that afternoon from a beloved friend of ours who lives in our neighborhood. And, and she just said, hey, I know this is kind of a weird time for you all and financially and job wise. Um, I'm on my way to the store. Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can get for you? What was she doing? Oh, that was she was uh, cheering up our hearts. A kind word cheers up the heart that what she was going for was our benefit, our welfare, our prosperity. She was helping us taste happiness in that moment. Are you anxious? You're worried. You're scared. Uh, That's pretty normal right now. My advice to you, uh, take a deep breath, (laughs) talk to some loved ones, uh, pray, be, be wise about how we're living and who we're interacting with, who we're contacting. Um, and if you know someone who's anxious, what is it you can do? What is it you can say to them to free up their heart? Because in this moment, they need it. We're in this together, friends. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. May we cheer someone up today. Grace and peace.